Now, let's get to the other mammoth loser for this round. Ooh, there is some real strife happening at the Demon's Lands. Everyone seems to be attacking them at the moment, including internally with the president calling them soft as butter. I will mention this, though. I have been to a couple of American carnivals, and they do have deep-fried butter on a stick. So some <laughs> butter is pretty tough. But, of course, he would be referring to a much softer butter, which are how the Demons are playing. Fryzy, analyse the Demons for us because... We were talking only a couple of weeks ago about them possibly even making finals. Doesn't look likely at the moment. No, I'm not sure what to make of them. I don't really know where they're going at the moment, but uh, they do seem um, to be, well, going nowhere fast. Just four goals managed against Port Adelaide. I know Port have been such a strong team to play against so far, but yeah, that you've got to be concerned. As you said, the chairman gave them a pretty big whack and as a result, um, I think copped a bit of backlash for it. I think he was just being brutally honest. Sometimes internally, even if it's from your leaders, that might be what is needed. Their, their forward half really not functioning. They went with the three tools, I think I heard Simon Goodwin say, and I, he wasn't confident on them doing that again. They really need to try and fix this mess pretty urgently, I think. There's been calls throughout the week, Fryzy, about trying to possibly get one of those like-bodied midfielders out of there and possibly chuck them on the trade table in order to get some kind of difference in that midfield selection. Do you think they have the mix right or you just think they're not quite firing as a United group? Um, yeah, probably the latter. I think they had the mix, you know, only a couple of years ago. We saw how close they actually were to a grand final. Can you believe it? May maybe not. Maybe a bit of um, aggressiveness is needed there. They obviously must still think they're in that window. I don't know how much longer it might have left, but perhaps it might be uh, the difference between Simon Goodwin being there for the long run or not. The main criticism with Melbourne is their ball use at the moment, particularly going forward. I was just wondering, like, whether or not they'd be better off switching Tom McDonald back to defence where he played the majority of the start of his career and it looks yep. like he's probably a better defender and whether or not they'd free Jake Lever up to um, actually be the intercept marker that he was in Adelaide. So I think Jake Lever's sort of get, getting stuck being just a defensive player and he hasn't got the room to do what he does best to go for his intercepts. I think I saw a start that he's taken eight intercept marks in seven games which probably isn't what Melbourne paid him that big of a contract for. Yeah, I'd personally think about moving Tom McDonald back and having those three-door defenders so Jake Lever can get back to his intercept game. And they look pretty good without Tom McDonald when Sam Wiedemann was the only key forward. So sometimes you've just got to switch things up. You talked about whether or not they should trade one of their midfielders. So they went after two outside midfielders in the trade period in Langdon and Tomlinson. And Tomlinson already finds himself out of the best 22 with a four-year contract. So you sort of got to question their recruiting a little bit to do with whether or not they identify the right outside midfielders there. So I'm pretty confident he'll be there. I'm sure Melbourne, will, I think they've got a few winnable games coming up in the next two rounds. I think they play Adelaide, so they should win this week. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> I, w I wouldn't want to be in Simon Goodwin's seat this week. But. If a guy like McDonald is still presumably in the best 22, if that's the change up that's got to be made and sort of crossroad time coming up for that club. Who would you trade if you had to make one out of that midfield, sir? Brayshaw or Clayton Oliver and... You wouldn't trade someone like a Jack Viney being such a, a big name in the club. But I think right now, possibly consider Brayshaw, I think, and try and get someone a little bit different in that midfield mix. I sort of remember back to 2018, I think it was Demons, and he was sort of the one that so him and Petrarca sort of looked like they have the good mix of inside and outside. 
But then I look at Oliver and he seems like just an inside midfielder. But I've got a tough one for you lads and Essendon supporters. Tell me whether or not you do this trade. Clayton Oliver for Zach Merritt. Mm. Pricey, you're the lookalike. What do you think about this one? I think it's exactly what Essendon needs and it's exactly yep. what Melbourne needs. It's just I don't think either team would have the balls to pull the trigger on it. No, probably not. But almost took the words out of my mouth there. I was just going to say I feel like it's a kind of thing that could benefit both parties really well. It may be what, exactly what both is looking for, to be honest. I think back on Essendon, they've got to go after a big body midfielder because I think against the Bulldogs and against the Lions, they've just been exposed with Merritt, Parrish, and whether it's McGrath or Shield, they're all pretty much six foot and under. Dodoro has gone after pretty much everyone, but a big, big bodied midfielder in the last few years. So whether it's an Oliver or whether it's maybe an Ollie Wines or even a Will Brody who's up at the Gold Coast who's not really getting a game, I think that's one area that Essendon just got to go after someone, or even if it's a draft and you've got to wait a couple of years, they got to go after a big body midfielder. We've definitely got the age demographic on the list, and I think you mentioned pre-show, Maxi, about the age of our list on the weekend. Yeah, we're the third youngest team on the weekend. Third youngest team on the weekend, so there you go. If you were to get a hard-bodied mid-in who is a little bit taller and eventually will develop, then that'll be a good mix for our midfield. But right now... Gosh, you heard it first here on In the Ballpark. If you've got the balls, Essendon and Melbourne to make that trade, I think it could benefit both parties. Completely agree with that call there, Maxie. We love the suggestions on In the Ballpark.